But if Austin Powers and Goldmember taught us anything, it's that even ironic jokes about Dutch discrimination is no laughing matter. Not true, it is. It, did, I, it may not have taught that. All right, welcome to the latest edition of the Fantasy Soccer FC Podcast. This is David Smith. Scott Wiebe. Brian Shuska. <laughs> Dave, you're laughing into our intro. It's like it's like we've been talking before we started it's recording. It's true. Well, I mean, listen, that, this is how we kind of started the podcast. Is, is I'm like, hey, look, it's just going to be this easy. We're going to talk about it and just record it. So we were talking about how our Fantasy League is going. We have both a budget league and a draft league that yeah. we're partaking in. Uh, nine nine player league. We are three of the nine. Yeah. And uh, this podcast is not doing so <laughs> no, well no. in its own league. Well, it's it's getting better. It's getting it's is getting it? better. What place are you out of Man, nine? I'm days? in last, right? Okay, and, look, right. I tell everyone honestly to just to just pick opposite of me. Uh, but I, this is my greatest weakness. I swear it is. Is I fail at captain picks every week. I can never hit, almost never hit a captain pick. Even oftentimes, if I just leave it on a player. So whatever, man. I I, I um listen. I love doing this podcast. And, and if anyone, if I can help out anyone, it's just hey, do opposite of what I say, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Brian, how are you doing in the league? The easiest way I can put this is that I have more points in the draft league <laughs> with, without captain oh, no. than I have in the budget league with captain. What, what place are you in the draft league? I am first. First place! And I extended my lead by an additional 20 points. <laughs> no one's going to catch him. In the draft league... I have the lowest that I've scored in the draft league any week is 38. That's unreal. 38 in a week. And that almost is... every week has been either 40 or 50-something. And I don't know what to say. There's nothing that I can do about it except I, I should have. I, I feel like I just should have known. I should have tried to make my budget you... team more like my, <laughs> my draft team from the beginning. And I'd, be, I'd feel much better about it. What, what if... After get match week twenty, you use your wild card right there and literally just change your team to your if you can financially. Again, I we, I don't know if your budget team if you could do it. I don't remember last season when I used my second wild card. It, obviously, the the turnaround last season didn't start until January. Right. That was true for. Well, that was true for Scott and I both. That's the only thing that's giving me hope right now is is you two weren't doing great at the beginning of last year and then came on massively strong at the end. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's that old thing. You know, you, you know, there are as many weeks in the second half of the season to catch up as there were in the first half. Mm, so you can, that's a good point. You can make up some points. You can do it. But, man, right now, <laughs> there's some despair. It's, it's tough to keep the despair from setting in. It's kind of like you're leading in your Europa League group. <laughs> but last in your champions league. Yeah, it, it could not really be different. 
No offense to draft leagues uh, all around the but world. But that's not course. why we're here tonight. It's today, not. But or it's any fun. other time. It's no, fun to talk people about. People could give three rips about what we're doing in our league. That's true. They want to talk about their leagues. And so to help them, we're going to give you a recap of the final 10 matches before the November international break that is coming up this weekend. And, uh, and so we're going to do that with a recap of match week 11 in the Premier League. There were some very fun matches for us to discuss. We're going to give you all of the segments you've come to know and love, including one that is back after several weeks off. Excited about this one. Oh, yeah. Man. And, uh, you know, know what that is. It has to do with a certain guy. Uh, his, you know, his name. You don't have to go into it yet. Tease, just tease it? No. I mean, well, let's get to the matches. Sure. That's right, a big fine. enough tease. To the matches. <laughs> On to the matches. Manchester City, three. Arsenal, one. Kevin DeBrowna, Sergio Aguero at the penalty spot, and Gabriel Jesus outscore Arsenal and Alexander Lacazette. Boo! I mean, pro- look, this let, is just an Arsenal moment. Dave, let's just, just go ahead. Let's just jump into this. Dive into it head first. Well, the first thing that matters for everyone is Leroy Sané was one of... Uh, either I think he was second most transferred in. I believe the Fantasy mm. Premier League had talked about Kane being number one, but Sané had to be close. Most transferred in player for the week. And who's the one guy that doesn't get you any points? It's Sané, of course, this right? this match, it was Leroy Sané. Yeah. Every other guy that matters got you something. It's true. De Bruyne, uh with the goal, obviously Aguero and Jesus, both guys up front scoring goals. Plenty of assist opportunities all around, uh, and and honestly, this was a uh, you know uh, sorry Dave, but I mean it was a deserved City victory. Um, biggest lead at this stage in the season in the Premier League era, plus thirty one goal differential. City yeah, is dominant. I, I don't right think now, it was know? that dominant of a game. Okay, Dave. All right. In your in in to your credit and in in Arsenal's favor, I know you could gripe about. Raheem Sterling falling over like a like a small child to get a, a penalty. Well, he is a small child. And then, in fairness, uh, Silva and Jesus combining for goal number three was uh, dubious. Yeah. Dodgy. Okay. Dodgy. So that's what I want to get to. So, look, we could look at the stats. The stats, they, they outshot him by one or two. Okay. I'm uh, I'm serious. The City had five shots on target. Arsenal okay. had three. Nine shots total for City. Arsenal six. Right. Possession was fifty eight forty one. But that, that I would think that'd probably be expected. Look, they they had two dodgy goals. It wasn't like they just completely came out and rolled them like they did Liverpool, right? I mean, it it wasn't that type of a game. It was a much closer game, I thought, than people probably would have thought. What's really annoying is I think Arsenal, given if they would have done put out a, a better lineup, would with the with just a couple changes would have given themselves a chance to really make it interesting, and that's what was so annoying to me. And I think a lot of Arsenal fans was, what are you doing? Why is Alex Awobi? How are you not? How is Alex Awobi starting? He's a decent player. He's done well when he's come on, but he's not a he's not a difference maker. Put Lacazette in. The only way you're going to be able to keep up with them is if you if you draw them 2-2 or something. Lacazette doesn't start. There's no injury there. It was just a manager's decision. That is a poor decision. 
Was it a big giant in your face whenever he kicked the ball into the net, though? Yes, it absolutely it, should have been. Was it also a giant what if he had played all 90 minutes? Absolutely. I mean, every Arsenal fan everywhere was just screaming, this is exactly why you start him. That's why you signed him. This is why you signed him. Unbelievable. This match. Have Alexis and Lacazette in the game at the same time. They have played great together. Alexis, if you're worried about work rate down the side, like a, a Wobi might have more, he's not going to have that much more than Alexis. Alexis works hard coming back for the ball. That's true. Starting Conklin as center back, some people were exploding over that. Injury, but, injury issues, right? There's a lot of injury. Mustafi, Mertesacker, Holding, and Chambers are all out with injuries. Okay? So, but this is the first time he's played there all season. Play, play Elneny there. He's played there in Europa League and in, in other matches. And he's done okay. He hasn't done bad. He made a few mistakes here and there, but but he hasn't done bad. And then the other thing is this. Jack Wilshire, in his games that he's played, has been a difference maker. And this is the type of game, if you're worried about having some toughness in the midfield or someone to break things up, you play him in the midfield. And you know what? All those things just didn't happen. And or Ozil. If, if you're worried about packing it in and then counterattacking and trying to trying to... Uh, catch City off guard. Have Walcott in there playing on a wing. I'm just saying, man. Where is Theo Walcott? He's every time he's had a chance to play, he's been excellent. And for some reason, he can't catch the in field. Every right now. Europa League match, he's been amazing. I just don't understand it. And I listen, it's Europa. I know it's your, it, it's a little bit lesser competition, but that's no different. Some of those Europa teams are, are are still tops in their leagues. That's probably not a whole lot different than than some of the. Some of the lower teams in the Premier League. Was this your Arsenal moment? I guess. Okay. So, look, I will defend Wenger, and I think he has a point with, look, there's some bad calls. Having two guys offsides, I mean, come on. I get, and there were somewhat, they weren't a step offside, but they're pretty close. Both of them that were a half step offsides. And then, you know what, the the Montreal-Sterling thing, was soft. Look, that that's tough. That's a tough call, honestly. In the replay, look, there was it was a there. penalty. What did you think? Did it you was, think was an, a penalty. It was a penalty. There was no doubt about it. Absolutely a penalty. Because contact warranted the call. That's a foul everywhere on the pitch, which means it's a penalty. That's absolutely. not a foul everywhere on the pitch because oh, people absolutely. just don't fall down for nothing. Well, Sterling is a known diver. There was contact. There's a history of flopping. There is, but he, there was contact. He breathed on him. There was no doubt. In my mind, there was no doubt based on the contact. It was borderline enough to not make the call. It's funny how we could see it. Totally different. I. But think, the two players for the third goal were offsides. It's funny because we lament Pep's rotation and how hard it is to know what to do. But at the same time, when City is playing so well and every City player is performing when he plays, you know, it doesn't really matter. You can ride out the occasional, uh, you know, bench uh, you know, uh, opportunity, you know, 15, 30 minutes here. Like I've said multiple times, it doesn't matter who starts. It just matters who gets into the 14, uh, who, who's one of the 14 men on the squad in each match. With Arsenal, it's totally different because they're not performing week in and week out. It's extremely frustrating if you own one of them because Arson's rotation, number one, there's no rhyme or reason. You watch Arsenal, you watch pretty much every match that they play, and you can never tell who's going to start and who can't. Well, we can at least predict based on who's played last match and last couple matches 
what city players are going to play when. But with Arsenal, who knows? When your $46 million man is not playing in the biggest match of the so year, true. City's so going to be first place. So true. This is the biggest it's match just, they could play. It's just so annoying. And here's the other thing. And look, I, people probably, I know you, everyone's done listening to this, but just bear with me. Kolasinic, play Koscielny in the middle. My God, he's a center back. Play Kolasinic next to him. And, and and that's exactly then when you bring Wilshire in or, or bring in Walcott or someone else to play on as a wing back. Un, if Ashley Young can play as a wing back, my God, they can too. I'm just saying, it is just, it is mind blowing the lineup mistakes that are made from what's from someone who shouldn't be making these mistakes. It's unbelievable. Yeah, you got some injuries, but guess what? You got a lot of other people who can make those plays, and you're not putting people in positions to succeed, and it's killing your franchise right now. All right. So that's the match in in a nutshell, in a few minutes. Let's bring it back to fantasy for a second. We talked a little bit about who scored the goals, and uh, obviously Lacazette scoring, even though he had to come off the bench to get it. Ramsey had an assist, Scott. No, uh, hey, that doesn't kill it's anybody. A little bit in your face doesn't kill anybody. I'm We're okay gonna, with to, that. I'm gonna take a pie to the face later, a poo pie to the face later. But you might have to take one in this one. His last three games, twelve, nine, and a six. You were kind of poo pooing him. Do you really want to be associated with a celebrity killer, Dave? <laughs> Listen, if it helps me in fantasy, I'll do it. <laughs> okay, I am. There's no shame there. If it's gonna help me in my fantasy lineup, you're a big R. Kelly fan, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't hurt my feelings if he was next. All right, so there's there's Aaron Ramsey. Uh, I know I'm one person. No way. But <laughs> Kolasinitz is in my fantasy lineup, my nice. 15-man fantasy lineup. Yeah. He was in my 15th position for this match this week. Yeah. I put him in the last spot on my bench so he could get nowhere near my lineup. Right, right. Like this was just that was just an obvious call sure. in this match. I would have done the City. same. Even though he can score goals here and there, I was not going to play him. Especially because that. he had come off of the last match with a knock, right? Yeah, that's right. That's so you, right. So, so you go into this match. Not only is he an injury doubt, but they're playing against Manchester City. I continue to feel great about owning Kevin DeBrowna, and I know that you guys think that that's still the craziest thing. But here's KDB looking good again, not just in real life, which you know is one thing, but also in fantasy. He's the third highest midfielder now. Yeah, no, he's no, it's it's not crazy at all, and it's and it's at the point now where some combination of every one of those guys is probably going to do something. It's frustrating for the most frustrating thing, if there is a frustrating part of this. (laughs) is anyone who tried or went out of their way to transfer in Sané. But that's only frustrating because he had his first down week and probably one of the few that he's had all season. And then the Aguero-Jesus rotation, which is Aguero coming off a little early after he scores a penalty for Jesus, who everyone that has him is frustrated that he doesn't start because he didn't start midweek. And he comes on anyway and scores a goal. Even if it's a dubious goal, it's still a goal that counts. So I don't know where I don't know where the downside is, except that their defense is still shows cracks and is still shabby. 
Ederson, you wouldn't want as your no. goalkeeper. Otamendi, have a good rest off, man. You got. <laughs> I, I we said last week that it could. He's definitely going to get his his fifth yellow before uh, the end of the year. I didn't think it would be this one week. Instantly gets the yellow. So, yeah. uh, so anybody who went out of their way to pick up Stones, Otamendi, or Kyle Walker is probably disappointed because Lacazette scored. I, I mean, we're not out of not that, out of nowhere, but I mean, it was a sh- yeah. it was a letdown. They sure. they they let up a little bit. They got a little sloppy, and the next thing that is that uh, Ramsey's assisting Lacazette. Yeah, I feel like City players probably or anyone owning City players coming into this game, you probably didn't think that they would get a clean sheet. I didn't. Th- I thought I figured Arsenal would would at least score one, which they did. Maybe two. I didn't think that they'd be able to 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 stop City from scoring, and 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 they didn't. I mean, City put up three goals. By the way, can I also say this? Aguero's goal—he almost Tom cleverly the thing. I mean, it literally off the bar, right? Yeah, or it off bounced the off the post, yeah, and then all the way across into the other side of the net. He literally almost missed it again, and just another annoying thing. That, like that's how, you know. Listen, it's inches, man. Inches in soccer matches. Mean the difference oftentimes are centimeters, you know, for our European friends. Listen, when four of the top six midfielders play for Manchester City, and two of the top five forwards play for Manchester City, I know. And you can only play three guys from Manchester City. Why in the (laughs) are you even looking at defenders for Manchester City? That's fair. That's fair. Well, you know, they, they were having some that that. In decent prices that were doing well. In fact, there's one. John Stones ownership update. I mean, listen, let's have a John Stones ownership update. There might be some people owning John Stones out there, Scott. There's a lot of people owning John Stones. There's roughly a, uh, half a million people who own John Stones, <laughs> his, which is ridiculous. His price is, go- is going up. Manchester City defenders put together that stretch of matches where they were. It was a. It was a. It was a a, lot of clean sheets. It was a clean sheet against Liverpool, Watford, Palace, and Chelsea all in a row. Right. That can happen again. Uh, I think everyone jumped on them then, and again, I don't know what you can do. At some point, you're going to have to. You could either own. You could probably own. Three of them at 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 any level. However, you wanted to do it, you could own three midfielders if you wanted to from them. Making one of them Fernandinho if you wanted to do that. And one of the reasons why it's even worth bringing up is because their next four games at Leicester, at Huddersfield, Southampton, West Ham. There's going to be some shut. You can't tell me there's not going to be shutout. Is West Ham going to score on them? They could score. Is Southampton, for sc- heaven's sake, scoring? Is Huddersfield scoring on them? They could score 40 goals in They're those not- four matches. Le- Leicester <laughs> is the only team that will have a chance at scoring on them. Yeah, I would Huddersfield, guess so. Southampton, West Ham are not scoring on them. Play your city players until mid-December. And then maybe even beyond there, but that match against Manchester United is the first time when you really should only ever think about taking out a city player for anything other than another city player. In yeah. one week, they'll have they're at United at Swansea home to Spurs. That's going to be a that's December tenth through the sixteenth. So they get three games in in six days. And I want to give perspective to you, Dave. I, I'm the guy this year who is just so over this immediate backlash of a response that occurs after every single result every single week 
Arsenal is sixth place. They're tied with Liverpool and Burnley in the table. They're three points behind fourth place Chelsea. Do you really think Chelsea and Liverpool are uncatchable when you're level with Liverpool no. and three points behind Chelsea? And no. yet everyone is just thrown in the towel after a 3-1 loss against the clear best team in the league. Right. It's kind of silly. And they get... I mean, that's fair. There's going to be matches where your Arsenal players are fine. Your Arsenal players do not need to be sold because of this match. Fair? I benched no, Kolasinets. Sure. I'm not selling Kolasinets. We've already talked about this a couple weeks yeah. ago. He's still going to be worthwhile to own. By the end of the year, I'm going to get 150 points from Kolasinets. Guess what? I'll be happy with all those points. Yeah. And I'm only going to get them if I don't sell him after a 3-1 loss to the best team in the league. No, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I I think people like you should have not played if you owned a defender, should not have played them this weekend. That's why you got a spare, That's right? It. That's it, and that was the right decision. Aaron Ramsey has seven, at a 7.0, and there's some other guys around him. But, I, again, and, and we need to move on. I told you this last week. When he starts coming <clears throat> into form, he, he doesn't exactly just drop off out of nowhere, and that's why he, he strung together these three games. I think that's going to continue. And Wenger's not benching him. The only thing that will probably happen... No, 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 he's not. And, I, and again, I said this before. If Ramsey, Ozil, and Sanchez are healthy, they're playing. Period. Period, period, Can period. I ask again? Ask, Aaron Ram- ask me one more time, please. Is Aaron Ramsey the, the cut-rate, low-price midfielder we've all been dreaming of? Maybe. Is it too late to buy him, or is his stock going to stay high? I don't... No, his I'd his say, stock is going to be going up. I would up. say now. Don't I buy. Would say, I would say you have about you probably have another week or so yes. at seven dollars before he before he goes up seven point one. But I'm not buying him before the international and, break. No, and that's what I was going to say. <laughs> Wales is playing. I can't remember who they're playing. It's a it's a nice team though. It, and do not play. He will definitely be playing for them. Do not do it until after the international break. Don't buy Aaron Ramsey until after the international break. One last thing on this match. This was the the match of the weekend, so of course we're going to spend the most time here. Uh, but I'm going to give a Scott's stat of the day. Yeah. And now it's time for Scott's stat of the day. A legit stat, a legit number. Uh, you know I'm a big fan of the BBC. And, uh, and so they provided this number, and I'm stealing it and using it here on the pod. Scott's stat of the day is 89. 6 89.6 89.6 89.6 Brian is this the um number of people in the stadium that were not wearing shirts it is the it is the, <laughs> the average number of changes to the squad pep thinks of every single week yeah. i like i like your answer better actually oh you Scott, guys what is it i love you guys uh that is how many minutes in the premier league gabrielle jesus scores a goal oh wow so that's 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 one a game right? essentially one per match he plays if he played 90 minutes per match on that average he, he would, would score once he a would game. score 38 in the season it's well, <laughs> very good there excellent maybe 39 uh, yes. So, what do you do with Gabriel Jesus? You own him, and you keep him. Do you own him and Aguero? You, if you do like I do, you own him, you keep him begrudgingly, and you hate yourself every <laughs> second. Sergio Aguero seems to be, up to this point, 
the safest of the two, and yet there goes Jesus. If you're owning both of them, scoring another goal, you're probably doing against. okay. Oh, you're doing great. If you had both of them all so far all season, yes, you're doing great. I will say this: right now, Aguero is 1.3 pounds higher in price, but he's scored 13 more points. So he is holding out there at the higher price on that points per pound metric that we like to look That's at. Right. So at this point, you're right. Aguero probably is the better own, not just overall, but also in value, true value. However, I still like Jesus, and he's not going to go. Aguero, who's the most likely to get hurt of the two of them? Well, so far, we would have to say Aguero, Dave. Yeah. You, you've, we've talked about that before. Everyone can point that out in his in his injury history. I think Jesus has the higher ceiling. He's got room still to go. And everyone, if they haven't done it already, more and more people every day are saying, so long, Romelu Lukaku, and hello, Sergio Aguero. So, well, I haven't talked about that yet, Brian. Speaking of... Chelsea won. Manchester United nil. Alvaro Morata with the lone goal in this one. He this wins did, the battle of the forwards. This did not help Romelu Lukaku's stock no. at all. It did Primarily not. the fact that he didn't touch the ball in Chelsea's penalty area. That right? doesn't help at all at all. <laughs> that when I, when I saw that stat and or heard it, however I came across it, I don't remember. But good gosh, how is that even possible? That's almost as amazing as... Watford having seventy eight percent possession in a game. Let me ask you a question. I mean, this this was the this is the way that in my mind it, this stat made sense. That that touch stat made sense. Who's feeding Lukaku the ball? Who is connecting this defense that we talk so much about on Manchester United because of how they set up week to week? Thanks, Jose Mourinho. Who's who's connecting that defense to Romelu Lukaku in it's scoring a, it's positions? It's supposed to be. Henrik Mkhitaryan. It's supposed to be Mkhitaryan. He's not and doing it. The other guys in the middle of the field are Nemanja Matic, Matic and Andrew Herrera. That, that J is not a J, but that's that's fine. It's Nemanja. Uh, okay. I think it's Nemanja. Nemanja? Pneumonia. It's Pneumonia no, Matic. No, it's not. It's Pneumonia Matic. Oh, Dave. What are we <laughs> going to do with you? <laughs> Matic, Matic is not feeding. <laughs> you're you. kidding me. Matic is not feeding Lukaku the ball in scoring no, positions. No, that's not his. I mean, that's not what Mictarian's he does. not doing it. Martial and Lingard are looking Mictarian's out for themselves. Supposed to be doing it, and he's not doing it. He's not getting the ball. He, listen, the link play in the middle of their field is 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 non-existent. Not there. It, it without is Pogba, not there at all. Okay, so what? One or two weeks ago, we said Lukaku needs to ride this out, and so far he'd been doing it okay. Five points a couple weeks in a row until Pogba returns. Or, Does this result or, change that? And or until their until their fixtures get a little bit lighter. True, which, which is next week. Starts next week. Now, in addition to Pogba weeks from returning now, to the club, someone else though is coming back soon. Is that going to hurt Lukaku's stock? Uh, that someone else, of course, being uh, Big Z. Zlatan. I guess it depends on when he comes back. I mean, there's. St- I don't think Rojo will be back before Zlatan, but that doesn't. I mean, that's not what you're that's asking. Not, yeah. Uh, <laughs> th- thanks. Thanks for thanks for telling us another neck tattoo guy's coming but back. You have no idea. That's the thing. Like Pogba, you know, everybody's saying the same thing. Hopefully, we hope to have him. Hopefully, he'll be back sometime. 
hopefully the also we hope that the Earth doesn't spin out of its <laughs> orbit and crash into the sun. I read I heard a story recently that some Inuit like uh, 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 Arctic settler people noted that the sun's coming up in a different direction now, so they think that the Earth actually did tilt a little bit off. Oh its man. Orbit. Huh, no, I hadn't seen that. So maybe Zlatan will never return. This could be Zlatan's doing. We can only hope. <laughs> uh, no, I mean... If I have no idea if it was Inuit. Hey, if he's as important to the lineup as, as Mourinho is saying, I, I can't imagine that Lukaku's going to not be out there unless it's, I don't know, either something dire or it's, or it's saving him for something that Mourinho deems that week is more important. So... I don't. I really don't know. And and I. But I think this Mourinho though has said Lukaku is untouchable in his line. Absolutely untouchable. So I. I really don't know what to say about him other than he still. He's still. I mean, it's not like he dropped off. The only thing that you could say, and worst case, is that he's got some kind of injury and no. he's just playing through it. See, I don't see that. And, For, and that's that's the worst that you could say about it. But we don't. But no, who would ever know that? Who who would ever admit that? No yeah. one. According to the Premier League website, Paul Pogba is expected back November eighteenth, right after, after the international, right after the international break. And honestly, I I will give that a little bit of time. I I will say that I do have my finger on the trigger now to sell Lukaku, mm-hmm. but everything that I've said in the last couple of pods is still true. So anyone who wants to hold on to him, I say that's that's fine. Now, the moment Zlatan cuts into Lukaku's minutes, I'm bailing. Yeah. I'm bailing. That changes everything for me. No, absolutely. But Pogba's return is the thing I'm holding out for. And so I'm going to wait. I'm not going to overreact. That would be contradictory of me to do, given my advice for the last several weeks. Yes. But but my finger is going to be on the trigger the moment Zlatan is healthy. I think the tough thing for everyone that has owned him all this time is that you had so many options, especially now with Murata scoring again, uh, Jesus. If you wanted to consider that, and then for the longest time, there was a there was a price difference between Lukaku and Aguero. So I think it made sense in, for anyone who made those changes, especially a few weeks ago, where you definitely outgained, you know, cumulatively over the past few weeks, you've you've gained more. By having any one of those other three guys over Lukaku, well, now I I just don't know. I mean, it's it's just really tough to say, and it really depends on what kind of what kind of Manchester United attack that there is that's, that, in yes. the easy matches. Now, that's right. That's right. Quote unquote. Easy yes, matches. that's exactly right. When when Mourinho actually sets up to win. Now let's put it in perspective, though. We're talking about a Romelu Lukaku who has sixty four overall points in the season. Harry Kane's ahead of him at 65. Just one point more on the season. Yeah. Well, and, and, and Sergio Aguero only has three more at 67. Lukaku's right. down a few weeks. If he can well, come back to the level that we are used to seeing from Mama Lukaku, suddenly he's the top scoring forward again, and the conversation's so much different. And, yeah. and, and what I was going to say is this. It's been four weeks, four match weeks since he scored. Do we think that he's but not going to bounce back? But in two of those match weeks, he had, he had an assist. So right. it's not like... It's not like he hasn't yeah. been involved. That's exactly the, that's and, been the point. And, that's been the point. And four, those four teams are Liverpool, Huddersfield, Tottenham, and Chelsea. Yeah. Tough matches. Everyone, everyone panicked after the Huddersfield match. We said last week two assists, two assists in 
in you know no no goal but two assists in in you know now two of the last four weeks it's not the worst thing that you're going to get out of any forward i mean i just like i get i get the 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 price difference saving some money if you're going to go from lukaku to somebody that's a full dollar cheaper like i i, I would I really don't hate the move of Lukaku to Murata. I think that's a. I think that's is a, health a concern for Lukaku or for Murata? Mm, I mean, no. maybe Murata could slow down. Will I he mean, stay healthy? Sure. He's I not mean, played in the Premier League before, right? And that's that. Would, that would be the only thing. Is, and he got abused in this match. The, uh, United was definitely trying to uh, use physical strength yeah. against him. Yeah. I can, my picture of this match, like if I could, like just boil down this whole match into one mental picture, it would be Alvaro Morata pounding the turf. Like, he just kept getting knocked down, and he just kept pounding the turf because he was getting abused. I feel there. like he, he that header was fantastic. His goal was awesome. And him, he's, that had to be the most relieving moment. He's of, one of the of, best headers. I, 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 I bet he the felt world. the best about that goal than any other goal he scored all season. Yeah. And Murata, to to go back to overall points, is one overall point behind Romelu Lukaku, and he's over a dollar a pound less. So I agree with you, Brian. He's the guy I'm probably going to look at and use that dollar somewhere else in my midfield or yeah. maybe in my second forward position. Uh, I can use that to get up to Jesus or something like that at second forward. Uh, I, I just, I just, I, what my whole point in this is to say: yes, Lukaku's down. He is you know, that that stat about his touches in the box is damning. However, on the whole, if you zoom out a level and look at the season, if you've owned him since the start, you're doing okay. Hang tight. The the fixture Hang list is, is going to be nice the next three Hang games. tight. If there's one thing I feel like our podcast is, is able to do for people, it's to give you perspective, to not overreact week to week from result to result, and to just be patient with the guys that you have. Yeah. Hey, home against Newcastle and home against Brighton, you'd have to think that he's got to get something in one of those. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I can't imagine if he doesn't do anything against Newcastle, I would guess that it's going to be an even bigger exodus. And then at that point, maybe then you just just for the money's sake, it might be better to it might be better to move. But maybe I don't know. Maybe. But honestly, for me, it's more about Pogba's return. If he, if the club doesn't turn things around after Pogba returns, after someone in that squad can provide Lukaku with some well, service, Mata, if Mata plays in this match, the thing is, is when he wants to play a defensive lineup, Mata doesn't play. Well, and, and Mata is uh, Mata is obviously uh, out of favor right now. Mata had, Mata didn't even make the, the I was going to say, I just squad, saw that he didn't even squad. make the squad. He did travel with the team, and there's a report that's out there now that. Since he's uh, since his contract is up this year, that that United might look to move him in January so that they don't lose him on a free transfer uh, in this in the yeah. summer. Yeah. So I don't know how much you're going to see Mata at you all. Don't, you don't own that guy in fantasy anyway. No, I mean no. he's there. His presence is simply an optimistic uh, feeling that you get. Knowing that, hey, maybe Mourinho's going for something, and some of my other players will give me some points. Hey, the next three masses, Manchester United is having clean sheets. I'm just warning you now. Yeah, so, Phil Jones is already up. Uh, Phil Jones, another, another, another ten. Again, same mantra every week. He's five point five still, right? I mean, it, I think he started at a five zero. He's gone up point five points. I bet no one in the league has gone up that much. 
so anyway, I would just say, listen, hold tight to your to Valencia or Phil Jones or you know what, Chris Smalling. Yeah, now that Chris, I was gonna say, now that Chris Smalling, this is five straight that he's played the full ninety. Chris Smalling, I mean, that might be your now. Now but that he's he, two he's tenths, in a now that he's two tenths cheaper than Phil Jones. He might be if he's the, gonna keep starting. Is he the Manchester defender we've all dreamed about? If like? you, uh, what I'm saying is, if you missed Phil Jones, and now that Phil Jones, like, right? I I ignored Phil Jones. I I I chose Daily Blind over Phil Jones weeks <laughs> right. and weeks ago, which which was a mistake. But I mean, now at this point, if I was going to pick one, of, co- of course, for two tenths less, if I knew that Smalling's going to keep starting, yeah, I'd go for Smalling. Yeah, especially when you uh, know that you know Smalling probably is going to be a little bit more reliable in terms of health. Even if too. Gareth South- Southgate says that he doesn't know how to play out of the back. Wow! Real quickly, I want two things I want to mention about Chelsea. Big Dave, Brian. He says our man. 21 points more than the next highest defender on his own team. Guess what two players Chelsea has not been holding clean sheets that has not been stopping Big Dave. Guess it, from Guess scoring. what two players I have on my on the draft team. Azpilicueta, Azpilicueta right? and Morata. Yeah. Yeah. Let's move on. Azpilicueta's last 3, 7, 8 and 12. The other thing is this, Hazard sucks. Just want to say that. It's true. Why would you say that? Tottenham won. Crystal Palace nil. All right, the goal scorer was Sun, but I want to go through five. I'm going to go through five Spurs players. I want you to give me just a quick soundbite of how you feel in fantasy about this player. Brian, okay? Can Brian, we do this? You'll go first. I'll go second. We'll rotate. Okay. Are you ready for this? Yeah, this is All right, a fun we'll start. game. Can't wait. Do we'll it. start with the goal scorer. Yeah, Hing Min Sun. Greatest. Love that guy. Come on, not the greatest. You he can't is. knock what he... You're, you're not gonna, asking his opinion. You're not going to own that guy, are you? No, no, of course not. Okay, Dave. Wait, hold on. Is this... Are you asking me... Oh, like, is this like a, a Rorschach test of, of like, a word association? <laughs> no, I just... I want I want your analysis, a quick analysis, analysis of this guy. analysis or just, like, what we think about the guy uh, in general? Give me both. It's fine. Son, that guy's pure joy, man. I love that guy. Yeah, sure. I want, I want to have a handshake no, you, made up you, with son. Like, I want a son handshake. We need to have pod handshakes, guys. Like you uh, and I, Brian, need a handshake, and Dave, you and I need a different handshake. Sure, absolutely. Okay, well, maybe we'll work on it. Well, oh, Dave, a lot what, of slaps. You're, so you're just taking slaps, what I said, Dave. That's all side. you're saying. Well, no, I thought I was going to get a different player. Oh, okay. no, son. Give me your impression, son. Of son. Um, son is would be an awesome fantasy play if uh, I knew when he was starting. Yeah, that's absolutely true. All right, how about uh, Deli Ali? Hurt. I, I don't want to play. Him. I I don't want to own him. I love Deli. I know I can't use love again, uh, but they kind of need him. Even if he's even if he's not getting fantasy returns, they need him out there. I would agree. They need him more in real life than fantasy. Uh, Whether he is good in fantasy right now, or currently not, right it doesn't now. matter. He's so good. They need him. Yes, I agree. He is their Paul Pogba-ish, yeah. right? I own Deli Ali, and I don't want to own him anymore. Yeah, the injury definitely helps. So here, with the matchup against Crystal Palace, I captained Deli Ali this week. Yeah, obviously, unbelievable. Might as well just tell the story right now, Scott. <laughs> or Brian, do you want to tell it? Well, to to get us off the word association briefly, briefly, just that ca- Scott Captain Deli. Yep, he vice captain Salah. Yes. And I think everyone can. Un- put th- I think one plus one equals two. There, I think. I think everyone can I mean, feel the, uh, the, nope. the 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 goodness because of that. we all knew Deli Ali wasn't playing, right? We all knew that he was so injured 
that he wasn't going to play because the Phil Jones injury protocol report came out and told us that, right? It's midweek. You have no idea what's going to happen between Wednesday and Saturday. It's absolutely true. Hey, listen, how many times we set our lineups and we just neglect that vice captain? No, vice captain's an important piece. Two, I'm going to say this, Dave. You don't have to believe me if you don't want to. I legitimately picked no, I don't Salah even believe it. as a vice captain this week based on matchups. Then I you legitimately picked Then you should have picked him as a captain. No, because Tottenham was playing Crystal Palace. Yeah, it's the reason why I captained Kane and vice captain Richarlison. I captained Kane, and that's funny. I did the same exact thing. Anyway. Well, <sighs> I mean, I knew that Ali was hurt. Yeah, and that Salah was yeah. going to score uh-huh. a brace. So annoying. Yeah. So, <laughs> I Scott took made a snide comment, like just as I planned, so, as, as Brother Matt commented on it. Who's in, the like, next? Text who's the next Tottenham uh, guy that you want to? I'm see? glad we got that story in because you guys didn't let me Jeez. tell it at the beginning of the yeah, pod. Uh, Harry Kane. Uh, ignore, ignore this week. Uh, he, it's a recovery week. He <laughs> gets seventy some minutes. That's great. I, I was, I, I mean, sad. Yeah, that he didn't do anything, but. Don't care. Uh, Kane will be my captain unless he, uh, as Brian, taking a line from Brian, unless he's missing a leg, he will be my captain. Fair enough. Harry Winks. Harry Winks is good. That guy is good, good. Sad that he got hurt in this game and had to come off. Way better than I thought. I was going to be mentioning he's a player currently in the EPL that has been Better in real life, yeah, sort of than right. fantasy. I had it in my but, notes last week. The last thing in the for just as a personal note on l- last week in Tottenham's uh, in Tottenham's recap, yeah, that Harry Winks, uh, Harry Winks has been good every game that he's been out there, and he looked great last week. Maybe we should graduate him up to Harold. Harold, Harold, Harry Winks, only fifteen fantasy points on the year, four point eight. He did pick up a niggling injury. He is a cheap midfielder if you're looking to save a little bit of money. Uh, but not to actually play. Yeah. But he's been playing. So I, I don't I'm sorry, but like if I'm gonna own three Spurs players, no. it's probably me three yeah. I can play, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm not I'm not buying him. Yeah. But he's a really good player. All right. Danny Rose. Danny Rose has new Afro. Uh, <laughs> Danny Rose true. new new hairstyle. Wrench in the turbine. As the as you might say in an oh, industrial, I like setting. that. That's excellent analysis. He's Ryan. messing it up. Sure. Uh, if he, as long as he doesn't leave in January, and he can stay healthy, that dude gives them a dimension that they did not have. He spent not, a lot of not time. That this is a forward. massive surprise, but I mean, we didn't see neither Davies nor Trippier not playing in this game. I was so happy that uh, that Ben Davis subbed on for 10 minutes at the end. What an amazing thing. Contribution. As I, as I, yeah, as I'm watching, I think I had, uh, I think I had, I forget who it was that was going to sub in the, in the draft league that uh, that he ended up getting one point. It was so awesome I was, as I'm watching other points rack up on my bench. Uh, is that the end of the name association? Yes, name? it Scott? is. Hey, really quick, uh, what should we think about Christian Eriksen? His last five games, hear me out here, 3-11, He's dipped. I'm just saying there's but a Dele lot of dipped. other guys right. out there that are, are not dipping. Oh, and, no, I, I would guess. And I, I just don't know. I mean, listen, Harry Kane's not moving. I would like to think that, that and the, the fixture list is pretty good coming. I mean, they got Arsenal next match. But then they got their home to West Brom at Leicester, at Watford, 
home to Stoke, home to Brighton. I mean, they got a they got they got a good run of matches. Erickson yeah. is not a bad one to buy. I've got point four in the bank. I've got point four in the bank. Guess what? Erickson is point four more than Ali. I would do that move. I sold Erickson. I had both of them at one point. I sold since sold both of them. I sold Erickson weeks ago for David Silva. Yeah. So that's a move that paid off. Yeah. But it's not because it's not because I don't think that Christian Erickson is going to bounce back. I mean, at some point it's got to come back around, but He's going to play well. But right now I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised that so Dave, many, fixture, millions of people have swapped out Delhi and Erickson for someone. Would from you Manchester rather? City. Yeah. Would you rather currently own? And we'll we'll get to uh, we'll get to this guy next match. Would you rather currently own Erickson or Salah? Well, I own Salah. Okay. Well, that's not my question. I would rather own Salah. Okay, Brian. Who would you rather own? Yeah, that's a move I should have made a long time ago. Okay. But I didn't. What about Erickson or Sterling? Erickson. Really. Yeah. I feel like it's a little bit surprising. Brian? For the rest of the season? No, no. I'm talking about for the next four weeks. Man, that's a tough one just because Sterling, I don't know. But All I, right. I would What about Erickson or Sané? That's not fair. You're 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 tricking us. What I'm doing is asking you about guys that are either that are right around his price range. I'm telling you that everyone already swapped this. So uh, am I the last person to own Erickson? You might be. <laughs> if check his ownership is it just it's is it just the number one <laughs> his ownership is 25 percent. one in four people yeah, own him yeah lots of people Therefore, have him. this this is now a legitimate question but if i don't already own him am i gonna buy him the same amount of people own sane as erickson okay so my, my point being is now, sane has 10 more points on the season i i just like sane's gonna get his point i don't think you're gonna go wrong either way i don't think you're gonna go wrong either way Erickson's going to get his points. He's going to get them via assist. He's going to get them via spot kick, set piece, free kick. Sané is going to get his counter uh, attack goals all the same. It's going to be fine. They're going to get him in different ways. I, I don't think you can go wrong either way. Right now, yeah, Sané's the sexier pick because City's the sexier club. But Erickson, well, they're, they're scoring more. It's not just sexiness, Scott. They're they're putting. Hey, the ball listen, in the net. goals are sexy. It's true. I, I like Christian Erickson. I would sell Ali for Erickson. All right. I, I think he's he's honestly. I like to look for the guys who are a little bit down because then I'm expecting a bounce back. And Christian Erickson's one of those guys. That's fair. That's a good call. Hey, uh, the only player in my opinion worth talking about uh, for Palace is Zaha, who missed a golden opportunity to tie this match. Unbelievable. His last three games, last four games, seven three seven two. Since his coming back from his injury, if it wasn't for a certain other guy, he would be unfortunately the Jerome Award. Cameron player. Jerome. Cameron Jerome, wasteful player yeah. of the week award. But this is this is exactly the match. This was the last match for a while now. With that Crystal Palace is going to struggle. That was it. The next and they, and, and let's be fair to Palace this match. The next eight, they were good. They were okay. They were good. Yeah, they they fought. And and this is what I've been saying. I feel like I've been saying this, and you. I feel like you've poo pooed me a few times on it. Palace is a not a bottom three team. Ah uh, no, I'm. With they you. are not. I'm with you on this. The next eight matches are all against. They are all better matchups, winnable matches for Crystal Palace. They cannot possibly have. 
four goals out of like ending this next eight matches. Not only that, it's impossible that they don't get clean sheets at some point. I don't care about the clean sheets personally. I'm not owning Scott Dan or Damian Delaney or anyone else who happens to be back there. I don't even know who's playing. Mamadou Sako. I'm not I'm not owning Mamadou Sako. I'm owning Wilfried Zaha. That is it. That's the only guy I'm looking at. I'm going to own him. I'm going to keep owning him. I'm going to own him through this run of four matches, and I'm going to enjoy collecting on some points. Ruben Loftus-Cheek is $4.50. Fair enough. West Ham 1, Liverpool 4. Manuel Lanzini had a moment of magic, but it wasn't enough to overcome Salah's two, Joel Matip, and Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain on the score sheet for Liverpool. No match so far this season has epitomized the frustration of injuries than this match. Yeah, tell us about that, Brian. In a segment we like to call... (laughs) Jurgen Klopp and Slavin Bilic. Mind games! Surprise! Sadio Mane's healthy in the middle of the week. No, no, no. He's not even healthy. He's healthy enough to start. Sadio Mane in the middle of the week may be available for 20 to 25 minutes. We'll see if he he can even stand 20 minutes. And of course, the first thing, of course, what you'd expect when you see the starting lineups is that Sadio Mane is starting. Yeah. And he played. He assists two assists. He plays over 70 minutes, has two assists. And Jurgen Klopp says after the match, he could play 90 minutes after (laughs) one full training with us. He's in such good condition. He's a machine. Slavin Bilic, surprise! Andy Carroll's healthy. (laughs) <laughs> in the middle of the week we're not really sure about Andy Carroll if he's going to be able to do anything at all he's so hurt and then sure enough he plays he played a half but... they they brought in the hey. best groin rubber that they could find Jorginho Vinaldum yikes surprise James <laughs> Vinaldum's healthy <laughs> this is amazing Jurgen Klopp after the match said Vinaldum did not even have his boots with him we thought he had no chance of playing we only brought him here so he is nearer to amsterdam because he was flying there to see his doctor what of course you know how many minutes he played all 90 can you imagine that uh klopp looks down looks down the bench kind of looks over at a scorecard looks down the bench Jorginho, i know you're in a suit you think you got your boots with you? He looks over at the equipment guy as Wijnaldum kind of shrugs, like as he's in a suit, like not a jumpsuit, like a suit, like a Sunday suit, a like business suit. Yeah, like an actual jacket and tie. And he's, <laughs> what? What kind? How do you do that? He he's not even expecting to play or start, and he uh, plays the full. They did talk about it. They did mention it on. At least on NBC prior to saying, you know, that they asked Klopp about it. A reporter hilariously said, I guess the 20 minutes that Sadio's ready to play will be the first 20. (laughs) And he said, well, Billich said he didn't think Andy Carroll was going to be available either. Oh, okay. So So they're both both paying attention to what each other's saying before the game. 
And and you know that's why there's that you know that's why managers are doing what they're doing in in absence of an injury protocol because they know other guys are doing it too. They're doing it to get an advantage, which I totally understand. In all of my ranting about the lack of injury protocol, it's not because I don't get why managers are doing it. It's that I don't think it should be done in the first place. Agreed. Completely. I don't know why the script for every manager every week is isn't something like, well, all of our guys are dealing with something. Every single one of them has some kind of something. I really can't say who it's going to be uh, probably until right before kickoff. Yeah. I'm just not sure. Until they, can, until they absolutely have to turn in the team sheet. Yeah. Why not just say, everyone's got something. <laughs> well, are you 100% healthy? There's something you would probably have to fix if you're... All right, so we know everyone... <laughs> That we already own. We're going to keep owning after this match, especially on the Liverpool side of things. Sadio Mane's return throws a wrench into plans, right? Yeah. He comes back, he scores 10 points in this match with the two assists. Yeah. Um, he has played six of the 11 matches so far this year. He's had two stints out. What do we make of that? And at 9.3, do we want to own Sadio Mane when we know he's healthy? The annoying thing is, we didn't get to see Sadio Mane after the boot fit to the face of Ederson. I feel like that was peak Mane. He started the season at peak Mane. Yeah, it was 6, 8, and 8 to start the year. Right. He was so good to start. It killed such momentum for their offense and everything about them after he got suspended. It's honestly been as Mane has gone, so has Liverpool. Yeah. So at least you know that the this injury, you know, you never like anything to have to do with the hamstring with anyone, and he recovered miraculously quick. I don't. There's no way that you're gonna sell Salah for no. anyone right no. now. Correct. So the question would be, Dave, probably something more like, could you afford to go from Delhi to Mane? Would you drop from? Everyone Erickson can afford that. To Mane. Everyone can afford that. Right. Almost, yeah. That's, it was the exact that's same a, price. Especially because, yeah, especially because... Ali to Mane is an Mane easy... Mane dropped to 9.3. What about his... Ericsson to Mane? No. Um, it depends. If I own Salah already, I'm going to keep Ericsson and have one from each club. Yeah. That's just I, I, That's just how I look at things. Liverpool's schedule is nice coming up. I, I Listen... Salah made me look stupid. I've been, yeah, I've Dave, been, I've been is... on King Spray a lot. Touch of the Rhino. Well, hey, and Dave, do you want do you want some stuff about that man? Yeah, man, help, help me out. Are you going to help well, me out or shut me down? No, this isn't going to help you. Okay, well, just tell me anyways. <laughs> look, it's just the the fantasy Premier League is is talking about now the question of whether or not you should just stop captaining forwards altogether and just stick with midfielders of some kind. Because, are we back to year the midfielder part two? No, man. It's just everything. It's such a fluctuation. I don't even know what to say. But um, Salah, they're just talking about how consistent he's been. So not only has he he's not gone more than two weeks without either an, a goal or an assist all season. Uh, he's produced thirty two shots in the penalty area. Only Harry Kane has more, you and. Sorry. He has the most shots on target of anyone. Yeah. He so, gets opportunities. His speed is creating so many opportunities. He scored seven goals on 32 shots on target. No, he has seven goals on 24 shots on target. 
He has 24 shots on target. He has 32 shots total. So, I mean, at this point, I mean. I like his shots on target to shots ratio. Like, that's really good. When you say 20, 24 to 32, 24. it's because of that's where he, really, really it's because good. of where he gets the ball. Yeah. My point is, shouldn't that be a little higher well, as goal scoring? Okay, so that's the question. We are 11 matches into a 38-match season. That ratio is low, but are these numbers we're seeing in the last few matches a correction to that really low percentage early in the season? Look, in other words, he, he is this a sign of what's wet. to come? He scored two goals before this match. In the last five games, he had one goal. But he form, scored two goals on West Ham. Dave, I form mean, is a thing, though. Form is a thing, and it doesn't really matter about opponent, especially when you're Salah and you're getting the ball in the positions that you're getting it. If he was missing a bunch, and he did, and we kept saying, I mean, I sat here quietly while you were calling him a rhino and King all this Spray-Lot. crazy stuff. Well, yeah, he is King Spraylot. Well, that was valid when he was kicking it at the goalkeeper. But we know that if you're going to take that many shots and put that many on target, you're going to get your goals. So number one, I'll take the low ratio if I'm going to get that many shots on target to start with. Number two, I see that low ratio as as aberrant to what we're going to get all season long, which is to say this goal-scoring streak that he's on is a correction, and I'm going to benefit from that. I'm owning this guy. Yeah, I I'm not selling him. I was gonna say it. I vice captained him for a reason. <laughs> oh, okay, I'll show you. I had to bring that back. I had to bring that back. There's no more important vice captain in the season than Mohamed Salah. <laughs> that uh, actually is not funny. That is actually true. Um, the, can can I just make one more point? Oh, I'm please, sorry, Brian. One more please. point. Okay. You poo pooed to use your word. Yes. Captaining midfielders saying sure. this is not the year of the midfielder, but the top two scorers. Our midfielders. But they just overall. got there. Come on. Come on. You can't say Sane and Salah are flukes as top scorers. No way. We just said we were going to own them. You're not going to own them if you think they're flukes. Listen. Now, hold on a second. Why is this you entire podcast tout- being spoken in this register by me? I don't know. I don't know. You I cannot really tout Sane. We just spoke to the it's, fact. You're making me angry. It wasn't the- a surprise that he dropped a little bit this week. I mean, it's only a surprise that Manchester City wasn't scoring or everyone scored but him. But his fantasy scoring was on an sh- unprecedented streak. So it's not that. I mean, listen, they're all eventually going to come back to what they are, okay, for the most part. Yeah, sure, they might have a Leicester championship type of a season. But for the most part, you're not going to see guys. I don't love that analogy, but go ahead. What I'm saying is most of the time the guys are going to they're they're have a Bayern Munich they type are. of championship season. Yeah. They might be like Hazard, have a great year, have a, a worthless year, have a great year, have a worthless year. There's a chance that that could happen. I just think Sané was on such a pace, it seemed like, how much longer is this going to go? It's not like his name was Suarez, where he could just come up and, and do that every week. Or Diego Costa a year and a half ago. Or, you know... Pick another whatever player that goes on, a, a really good player that goes on a streak. I'm not sure Sané's at that level yet. And I don't think, I definitely don't think Salah's on that level. He, listen, he's had a good stretch. I'm just saying, the last five games, he's scored in two of those games. And I would rather own three top strikers. Give me Morata, Kane, and Lukaku for the next four weeks, as opposed to spending that money in the midfield. Is this you just saying the long way of saying I was wrong? It's a long season. <laughs> okay. I, I was going to say, my premium, oh, my premium is in I've the midfield. Been... Mm. 
right. And I'm I'm rolling in it right now. Hey, sure. Um, Simone Mignolet made season. Simone Mignolet made zero saves in this match. <laughs> That's one of my favorite stats. That's one fantastic. shot on target, Amazing. one goal for West Ham. Amazing. Yeah, it's absolutely true. Uh, we didn't even mention Slavin Bilic is out. David Moyes, the new manager at West Ham. Does that do anything for any West Ham players? Well, uh, it David might change Moyes, the culture a little bit. Moyes is saying he wants this to be. He wants it to be elegant and attacking, and and all of the things that a manager says when he comes in. And I, I mean, if you're walking into this situation where your first few weeks are going to be, uh, all so many of your starting defenders injured or recovering from injury, and you're leaking goals like Swansea last season, Winston Reed comes back for this match after being out you know re- a quick recovery from uh from an injury uh jose font now with surgery on the foot that he injured two weeks ago and will be out for two or three months uh you know pablo zabaleta has already been a bit of a liability for them on the, <laughs> he's, on the season he's a liability when healthy i mean it's not it's not the the, I mean, their best chance is going to be throwing everything forward. If he, if, the the thing that Moyes should be concentrating on, like everyone is saying, how do you squeeze whatever is left in Marco Arnautovic's desire pit? How do you get that out? Because mm. where is that guy? He is nowhere. Desire pit. Yeah. Is that, Passion a, is that a, that's what they call it, right? I think it's your desire yeah. pit. Dig uh, deep in your desire pit. <laughs> right. Sure. Yeah. Drill down your desire pit. I just have one Find question. It. I just have one question. Can what? Mikhail Antonio play center back? Uh, he can play might, anywhere. They might need him, but he's also injured, so hopefully he can come back soon from that rib well, injury. he needs to find his desire bit, too. Yes. Everton 3, Watford 2. I, I'm calling it. This This was my match of the weekend. I know we had a bunch of big matchups, but this is my match of the weekend. Uh, Omar Nias. Holy, holy drama. Dominic. Uh, well, let me say... This was my second half of the weekend because okay, the first half sure. did nothing. Right, okay. But in the second half, Umar Nias, Dominic Calvert-Lewin, and Leighton Baines scored for Everton. Richarlison, Cabaselli score for uh, the other club, Watford. Watford thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and this only wasn't a draw because Tom Cleverly won the Cameron Jerome Wasteful Player of the Week award. Uh, he, looked like, he looked like Cameron Jerome. Just completely taking his penalty kick wide of the net. I mean, that was a bad penalty if you've ever seen it. What a tool! That was that was Cameron Jerome esque. I mean, how do you miss that bad man? You're a professional. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you? And what are you doing? Even taking it? There's yeah, no exactly way that Marco right Silva was Andre Gray on the pitch. Said Tom Cleverly, I need you to take that. Andre Gray was on the pitch. No, someone I read somewhere. So I want to give credit to whoever because it's I did not come up with this, but I don't remember who I need to get give credit to. But bottom line was <laughs> that's the best line you've. Uh, sure. Sorry, I want to give credit to whoever. I need to give credit to whoever. It's not uh, mine, so don't sue me over it. But bottom line is, someone brought up the fact. I think they cleverly drew the penalty, and there's not. I guess in maybe in, in professional football that sometimes there's this unwritten rule that if you draw the penalty, you get to take the penalty kick. Anyways, bottom line is, I think that's how cleverly ended up over the spot kick. Okay, still shouldn't have taken it. I no, I agree. I uh, I'm right there with you. Let's let's Richarlison owners. Happy about the goal for Watford. Yeah. Richarlison, Richarlison should have had a double. He should have been taking the PK. Richarlison, Richarlison is well on his way to being $7. That's going to happen 
in the next few weeks. Which I'm okay with because I bought him when it was six yeah. something, and yeah. most most people probably did in the low sixes. And it's just gonna. I mean, he he's he's turned into a near essential, I think, as a as a low dollar midfielder or any midfielder at that in that point. This is Umar Nias's team now. <laughs> <laughs> Tell, tell me about going, it, Brian. Tell me, preach. No locker, no team suit to now being the guy that is going to save the season for Everton the same way he tried to save Hall last season. I want this to be true. Umar so Nias, one, started. Two, played the entire game. Three, yeah. Wayne Rooney subs off at 68 minutes and Calvert-Lewin subs on at 68 minutes. Mm-hmm. Free Calvert-Lewin again. I don't know why that guy just isn't... I, I mean... Can can Nias, I want that guy just to play. Can Nias and Calvert Lewin provide the pace that Everton has been lacking? Absolutely. Are, yeah. are those the but, two guys to play? But until until it's permanent manager yeah. with permanent style trying yeah. to accomplish a, an established thing, it's I feel like it's kind of the same as as last week. Like this is what they're capable of. The quality of players, Scott, like you said last week, they're they're European. They're they're at least Europe quality players everybody is really good here so can they just patch their way through this yeah i mean as long as they have the desire i guess i mean if that if if that's the best that uh david unsworth gets out of these guys in the in the interim is getting the desire out of them to put put 90 minutes together yeah i mean this- david unsworth is not doing it with ronald kuman signings no, he's largely not. largely non-existent. In, All those in the guys, like some of those guys, Gilfie got back in the start this time. He did, you know, he did leave a little early in the game, but I mean, what? Yeah, I mean that's that might be the thing about this is that in this meantime, you know, now you probably have the same the same handful of guys you would have considered anyway. Uh, Nias, as soon as he started to get back into the team, I mean he has played really well. I mean, he's and he's five dollars. Is he an even five? I mean, no. he's he's exactly like one of the. He's one of those guys that that third striker, who, if you if you go to him, what are you going to be mad about? He's he's the same as any other guy. He's a four point nine, and this is what I love about Nias. He has uh, this ability. It feels like the ball bounces right for him. I I know that you. There's no way to quantify this. But just trust me on this. The sometimes the goals, it's like a defender will all of a sudden have a slip up when he happens to be around and he's able to take advantage of it, or a goalkeeper will will have a missed kick and, and someone will just be right in the path of it, or or something will happen and and they'll just get an easy goal from it. And and that's listen, I I don't know Brian if if like his aunt. Is some form of a witch doctor. I'm not saying that, right? I'm not saying that there might be some weird stuff going on with Umar Nias because what, good things always tend to happen I don't to where know what he would is. even make you think that in the first place. I, but, but I get ahead. it, but I'm not saying that. Again, it's not what I'm saying, but what I am saying is that good things seem to happen to Umar Nias, and I, and I like that guy. And I like that he finally has a locker. Well, and the question is, will he keep that locker? Because we don't know who the permanent manager is going to be at, at Everton at this point. It's probably not going to be David Unsworth, and it might be someone else before Everton returns to the pitch. During this international break, it's likely they're going to hire someone else. And so the question is, 
you know, Nias and Calvert-Lewin are the guys I'm going to play up front the next time Everton's out there, but will the new manager feel the same way? Right. Until then, I don't know what to do, and I'm, I have to wait and see on Everton. Yeah. You have to wait and see on almost everyone. Uh, I feel like Wayne Rooney's going to mess it up again somehow uh, but Calvert, because Calvert-Lewin and Nias are the, seem to be the more uh, consistent guys right now. Well, unless you hope that Rooney gets more penalties. But Sky Sports, I just saw their article from earlier today saying that the number one guy on the owner's wish list is Diego Simeone. Not going to happen. But if you bring in someone like that. Uh, duh. Isn't he in the top of everyone's wish list? Come on. But I mean, if you brought in someone like that, especially someone outside of England, he's not going to give an F about Wayne Rooney. Well, a lot of managers are from outside England. I mean, other than like David Moyes you know, or Sam not, Allardyce. You know, not Sam Allardyce, <laughs> the other guy on the list. Thing, you have the same, we, I feel like it's the same handful of guys that you would consider anyway. Boy, you got, if you want Leighton Baines, I mean, Leighton Baines is kind of fixed there. Michael Keane was out the last couple of weeks because he had a foot laceration that we learned about like prior to the match, like two weeks ago, out of nowhere. But he came back out of nowhere as well. So... Gilfie comes in and uh, for most of the match. I, mean, I just feel like so many of these guys are are iffy. Calvert Lewin and Nias are the guys who are who are, you know, I think they're they're the hopeful guys. They're the guys that you if you're gonna have Nias as your third striker, Calvert Lewin as your third striker. Again, like any of those other really cheap guys, you can save a ton of money from whoever your third guy is now if you're not already playing someone like that. I may have what? said it before, but I'm gonna say it again. Tammy Abraham is my discount forward. <laughs> sure, sure. I'm, I'm, I I like Umar Nias, yeah, but I'm not tempted to sell Abraham for Nias. But if you don't Until have one and you're going to buy one, Nias is a great choice once I know who Everton's manager is going to be. Will someone send out an all-points bulletin for Gilfie Sigerson? No. Who has stolen Gilfie Sigerson's mojo? Who, Brian, has gone... Back in the past, and and stolen Austin Koeman, Co- like, like from Austin Powers, stolen Ronald Koeman, Gilfie stole Sigerson's it. mojo, Paul Clement for Everton manager? Question mark. Did maybe, Clement maybe. <laughs> keep it, steal it before he left? Gilfie was so good with Swansea, unbelievable. With worst players last season. Maybe he just needs to be the guy. Who knows? Could be. Southampton nil, Burnley one. Sam Vokes with the lone goal in this one. Burnley's run continues. Here's what you need to know about this match. This is all you need to know. Southampton, on the Southampton side, Charlie Austin and Manolo Gabbiadini had two total shots. Ryan Bertrand had three shots. <laughs> and Yoshida probably had the best shot of them all. Yeah, because he's their best player. The only thing <laughs> Southampton has going for them is that they're that they have not lost to Liverpool in the last five matches. And it's it, the last two were nil-nil. And, and that's who they're playing next? So I, I, that's who they play. I next. think that streak ends. I have a feeling you're right. Uh, if, if if Sir Spray-A-Lot has anything to do about it, he, the, you know. he's spraying a lot into the goal right now, Dave. That's true. Uh, the, 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 again, the real story here is Nick Pope. Mm. Uh, mm. 45 points in seven and a half matches. It's a six-point-per-match average since he stepped onto the field. That's ridiculous. And when's Tom Heaton coming back? Sean Dice said in the middle of September it will be months, not weeks. Yeah. Pope. He is up to 2%. 2% of people are are doing this. No, and no, no. You're saying that wrong. It's not up to 2%. It's really only 2% own him? Yep. 2% of fantasy Premier League people own 
Nick Pope right now, that number is definitely going to go up. Yeah, but I don't care. That's got to go up a lot more. I, I don't care if you own the top goalkeepers, one of the big six goalkeepers. Yeah. Nick Pope is the guy to own, especially with that price. He's still 4.5. Yeah, and if you're one of the dumb idiots like I am who continues to own Ben Foster instead of Nick Pope, just continue being a dumb idiot like I am and keep owning Ben Foster instead of Nick Pope. Guys, I'm telling you right now, the best thing that I ever did was use my free transfer last week on Jordan Pickford and buying Nick Pope yeah, in his place. I know. I'm making that move, too. I've just had other transfers I've been trying to slowly do and trying not to take a negative four. But, Brian, I feel like this is, this is one. I think that, I'm taking a negative four yeah. to get Nick Pope. Yeah, Burnley too. hosts Swansea in their next match after yeah. the international break. And, Why uh, wouldn't you do that? The second big story was that Ben Mee, uh, and, and well, Burnley defenders overall anyway, but Ben Mee, again, two straight matches with full total bonus points. Yeah. And this is, this is after tons of people were selling Ben Mee. To I the sold point, him. To the point where it seemed like he was going to drop in price. Yeah, I sold him. Some of us in the league, not me, but others I'm playing against, I'm looking at you guys, mm-hmm. own two Burnley defenders right now. Yeah, own um, own uh, Scott, Joel, Jeff Ward, and, uh, and Ben Mee. No, I, Ward. I only own Ben Mee, um, <laughs> but this week, again, like I said, if you can feel my, my anger and... and uh, anguish here that all you have to say is Southampton and it, I start to twitch. It's because <laughs> I played Cedric over Ben Me uh, this week, and I know you would think, why would you do that? And <laughs> why well, would you we, do we've that? established uh, as a Ben Foster owner, I'm a dumb idiot. But it's because <laughs> I just thought, hey, they're at home, and Burnley is down. Nil nil was a was a fair prediction in right. this match, and yeah. and they did not get it because Sam Vokes gets to sub on and score mm. a goal. Gotta love that. Love it. Stoke 2, Leicester 2, Shakiri and Crouch, the super sub, Peter Crouch, scoring the goals for Stoke, offsetting Ibora and Mahrez's goals for Leicester. You're doing this to continue. It's like it's like nails on the chalkboard. Yeah, I, I, I knew that this was something you would hate when I put this together. No, that's not Brian, true. why exactly is it nails because, on the chalkboard? Because we've talked about Shakiri. I feel like I'm, I talk about Shakiri every week, and I keep saying, oh, he's nice. He's been really good, stays healthy, and he'd be, you know, it's not, not totally crazy anymore to own him. And so I did that in the draft league. I, I, I used a waiver claim. Okay. I sold Manuel, Manuel Lanzini. To get Shakiri, yeah, that's a lot of points. I mean, Lanzini scored a goal, and Shakiri gets a goal and an assist. That's great. If I had kept Shakiri, <laughs> you didn't keep him. No, I dropped him right before the match started. I subbed Shakiri for Damari Gray. Oh, but well, I said I'm a dumb idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's a little classic overthinking. Like, yeah, when has oh, Demari yeah, Gray definitely. ever done anything for anyone, ever? I mean, he might have helped a little lady across the Shakiri, street sometime. Shakiri he had created three chances. He had three shots inside the 18-yard box. He, he looked good. Than, he, he was good this game. Less than $6. I mean, he's just he's just... He's, he's just been, a guy. He's been very good. He's just a good guy. He continues guy. to be very good. Yeah. Uh, the other guy who's very good is Shupo Moding. An assist on Shakiri's goal. 11 touches inside the 18-yard box for Shupo Moding. That's a lot. Yeah, I remember when Lukaku couldn't get one. Four shots. He's had, I mean, three assists in five matches, and he's 5.7. He's another one of those guys. I, I just feel like he... 
passes the eye test, and he's... Yeah, he, man, he looks really nice yeah. on the field. Anyway, the other big story, I think, is just that Riyad Mahrez looks great again. Crazy. It, I, I, guess it, I guess it's crazy. Maybe it's not. His last four games, 8, 10, 6, and 7. What has happened to Riyad Mahrez? Riyad Mahrez took six shots in this match. The rest of the team had eight. Wow. He had 71 touches for Leicester. Jamie Vardy, just as comparison, had 25. Uh, Mahrez is doing it all for them. He's, and and I, I would just... He's, he's doing it all, and it sounds like, at least what, from what Danny Simpson said uh, after the match this week, that it sounds like instant respect for Claude Puel, from, at least from Danny Simpson, just saying, this is a guy who has experience, this is a guy we need to listen to. Uh, and he said Claude Puel wants his role to change. He wants Danny Simpson to be more attacking. That is borne out by how forward Danny Simpson was getting in the match, uh, I know that um, Harry Maguire is the first choice guy, probably for most people playing a, a Leicester defender. I would guess Fuchs is second, but Danny Simpson's still four and a half, four and a half dollars, four percent owned. Just think, like we said, with the the fixture arrangement for them, it could be yeah. could be a good differential guy, yep, and an easy way to get into their defense. Uh, a really, I think, a, I think it could be a quality guy at four and a half. Very, very quickly. Uh, would you guys own Morez over David Silva? Mm. Boy, that's a tough one. It's interesting, right? I, like four weeks ago, I wouldn't have thought that. But when you look at form currently, uh, that, that that becomes interesting. And then I would I would roll that right into Sterling as well. Like, would you rather own Morez over Silva or Sterling? Because I'm, I mean, I'm looking at guys like in the same price range. Morez has Morez has all the creative stuff there he hasn't scored a ton of i mean he's got two goals right but i feel like he has more but he's on he the, way he, more goals in him than that he's on the upswing right i mean if he, the, if he's that been underachieving Silva, all season up until recently if silva got has two goals all season that would be sounds about right sterling sterling's a little different because he's just scoring and scoring and he's part of manchester city scott what do you think i'm all about diversification yeah in club and I don't own a Leicester player. I own a City midfielder, yeah. Yeah, sure. KDB. So honestly, so, so, okay, I'd probably go Morris. I'd, yeah. I'd go Morris for that reason. Just just to not be locked into too many City Correct. players, even though City's been scoring at record paces. Yeah. True, but I'd rather own Jesus or Aguero forward a, a than a second line. City okay. midfielder. Okay, that's fair. I like that. Newcastle nil, Bournemouth one, Steve Cook with the lone goal. This was just one of six, one nil. Uh, results, by the way, this week. Rob Elliott letting down everybody. Killed me. Rob Elliott killed me. Of course, I didn't play Ben Foster this week. I really like Newcastle at home with, with against Bournemouth. Especially They're correcting when, a little especially bit. Especially when I saw Bournemouth line up. Um, I just I really like Newcastle at home. And doggone it if Elliott came so close yeah. to getting me that clean sheet. Everyone did. Everyone, I'm sure everyone thought that. But uh, this was, this was uh, the Cherries spunk. It came, true. it came through. They fought and fought. Josh King looked better, but I'm still not going to own him in fantasy. Yeah, Josh King got all 90 minutes. He had three shots, six key passes, Doesn't created it. six chances. Uh, in Golo Conte. <laughs> I mean, if who he, cares in fantasy, if right? If he returns to this kind of form, though, 
it's definitely pressure relieved from an attack that can't seem to get it going. But I don't uh, like him as a forward, and he's a forward this year. Yeah. He was a steal last year. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, Callum Wilson, 75 minutes. Defoe comes off the bench. I mean, they're still, like I, I said, like they're, you just lose Junior Stanislaus. You know he's going to be out for a while. But after international break, they should have Ryan Frazier back. Like To me, it's just... It's just a, a Cherries team that can't that can get better. I mean, how could they hardly get worse at this point? So to come up with a result at Newcastle, who's been pretty notoriously tough so far had, this yeah. season, yeah, at home, uh, yeah. and to get the result is good. I just thought it was weird. I saw that the Bournemouth Echo is saying that that the back injury that Josh King had a couple weeks ago that we I think we I know for sure we mentioned it, but I, it's just known of him that he had the, a back injury that that injury happened to him in March crazy crazy against West Ham in March in a game that he had a hat trick crazy, like, crazy. and that he'd played the rest of the season in the spring with a, a back injury so now I mean he he was supposed to go to Norway for international for his you know international duty I, he's Norwegian I did not know that well, now you do um, wow the, but there, I mean, this is Cherry's determining whether or not he'll be eligible to play for them for over the international break. So hmm. either way, I mean, it's just I'd like, I just think it's good. We said this is this is their chance. All the all of the match or the, all of their matches ease up here for the next five. I think this was the first one that they haven't had a really tough match in a while. And they got a win out of it. They get a clean sheet and the win. Uh, Charlie Daniels had three shots. It was one of those one of those guys that you know. I feel like we said before he's a guy you just kind of commit to. I think, and you just hold him in there. And now, like he his price finally... had dropped. His price isn't going to drop again. It's. I mean, it's not going to go up. But yeah. I mean, more people are going to buy him now than had sold him. He's at four point eight. It's the cheapest he's going to be. And honestly, if you're looking to replace a, a, mid, a defender who's lagging in your lineup and you can do so with someone like Charlie Daniels at 4.8, that might be the time. Yeah. Might be the time to go ahead and put him in there with that fixture list coming up. Huddersfield 1, West Brom 0. Uh, Brian, tell us how to say the uh, goal scorer's name. Please. Oh, man, <laughs> I, I would love to. Um, can we get some music for it? We could probably work something out. We're gonna do music. Just do La Bamba <laughs> because it's cheap. It's a cheap pun. People seem to respond favorably to cheap puns for some reason. <laughs> if you want to make me actually happy, play Lasagna by Weird Al Yankee. <laughs> la 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 Lasagna. You want the summer Lasagna, Magnifico, or maybe spaghetti. This week's How to Say started to give me some bad flashbacks when I saw. The player's nationality, which is Dutch. Oh yeah, it's our favorite on this segment. Austin Powers might get two references. But if Austin, but if Austin Powers and Goldmember taught us anything, <laughs> that even ironic jokes about Dutch discrimination is no laughing matter. <laughs> not true. It is. It did. I, it may not have taught that. I don't remember. Anyways, this Huddersfield midfielder's first name is Rajiv. Rajiv. It's a it's a harder J. It's more like the J sound in the word lodge. 
As in, Ben Foster was lodged in place during this guy's goal. <laughs> hey, fun fact, according to an old Dutch story about Rajiv, he was named for former Indian Prime Minister Rajiv Gandhi. Oh, nice. Uh, sadly assassinated in 1991. Oh, yeah, not nice. Rajiv Gandhi. Rest yeah. in peace. The rest of his name is pretty simple. So let's just say it all and end this. <laughs> Your match-winning... Goal-scoring Huddersfield midfielder is none other than Rajiv Von Lapara. Von Lapara. Von Lapara. And that was a moment of brilliance. Rajiv. Oh. Guess who was furious about it? You again? Tony Pulis, oh. <laughs> who was furious that the free kick that was given to Huddersfield on a Jay Rodriguez iffy foul prior to hmm. should never have been mm-hmm. called. Uh Credit Aaron Moy for taking the free kick quickly, r- running upfield pretty quickly. But even still, I mean, what a goal! Yeah. Even if they, the, everyone reacted decently well to it, it was just a bet. It was just a better goal than it was. No uh, one loves to see defense. Tony Pulis more upset than Scott Weeby. So true. I mean, I guess when your goal is nil nil to start every match, you're gonna be upset about a moment of brilliance like this one. <laughs> I don't know how else to say. West Brom, this was this was as good as it could get for them. Yeah. Against Huddersfield. It's going to get worse. Get away. Don't be dumb like me. Do you still own Higazi? Oh no, no. Higazi's long gone. No, he's, talking about Fo- he's referencing Foster. Foster, me too. And they're yeah. and they're not scoring goals and they don't and their defense is terrible. And and why? they this is this is a team I can't I can't believe that this is a team that was scoring like Three goals a match for a while last yeah. season. Yeah. Just hey, amazing. look who's second in goalkeeper scoring. Lursel. Jonas Lursel. <laughs> He's averaging just under three saves a match so far. He's number one in David Wagner hugs right now, yeah, too. Yeah, for sure. Scott, you, you, you poo-pooed him. As of right ago. now, Huddersfield... I mean, so I- well, I didn't see them winning to Manchester United, first of all. Okay. As well. of right now, Huddersfield has allowed 122 shots. That's sixth best in the Premier League. But they've allowed 43 shots on target, which is 11th best. Like, this guy, like, obviously, it's not bad. Yet again, the, like... Getting a ton of saves and having that opportunity is good for fantasy points. Yeah. Lursel, Lursel is doing great. <laughs> not Urzel, but Lursel. And, and the defense, I mean, it's not like clean sheets are, are, are uh, impossible for them. They've, had, they've conceded 13 goals for the season. It's the sixth fewest amount of goals conceded for the season. When they're, I mean, they can get the clean sheets, and I'm, I think, you can check on this, but I'm pretty sure that in the, in several of the clean sheets, maybe three or four of them, Lursel, Lursel got, Lursel. Uh, at least a bonus point out of those. So, I know this I'll, against Liverpool, he scored eight points thanks to the, the, the penalty save. He had yeah. eight points against having three goals scored on him. Yeah. I'm going to give you guys three numbers. I want you to tell me what they mean. I think you can do this. Okay. I love this game. 8, 10, 11. What do those numbers stand for? 8, 10, 
and eleven. That was the, the from end. Lost. That was from that was the from the <laughs> vault. The code in Lost. lost? No, <laughs> the those lottery were the amount of McDoubles that I ate in the last three consecutive weeks. <laughs> those are good, man. Yeah. Uh, well, no, Scott. What what are those numbers? The three relegated clubs. That's their current place in the table. Eight, wow. ten, and eleven. Wow. Do we think that's going to last? I sure don't. Well, you've been poo-pooing Huddersfield, saying they had no chance to stay up. Newcastle is already correcting. Brighton is on the verge of correcting. There's no way they're going to stay eighth. And I don't see tenth as being a a long-term result for Huddersfield either. So all of this talk about Lursel, I'm 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 still running. No, I'm not. I mean, I'm not saying go get him as fast as you can. It's not like this isn't a Nick Pope situation. Although, Agreed. if Sean Dyche leaves Burnley, mm. we might be changing our tune. Ooh, about interesting. Nice. Either way, just wanted to point it out. Larsol is second. Swansea nil, Brighton one. Glenn Murray scores again. In your face, Scott. I'll eat that. That's fine. I had a good week elsewhere. I'll take a Glenn Murray goal. Man. Hey, listen. Listen, he scored 24 in the championship last year. I said that that's good for eight in the Premier League. What has he got, four now? Uh, he's well, got to get to eight somehow. That means he's going to score a few more goals. All right, man. He can score him now. That's fine. I still don't change. I don't think what I had to say. But the, the guy scored this one off his like lower groin, all hey. right? He barely. I know they all score the same. Hey, whether you score it <laughs> with your foot. Your knee, your head, or also, your groin. Lo- lower groin sounds terrible. Uh, <laughs> I'll never say that again on this podcast. They only needed five total shots to score one goal, and Glenn Murray got it. Only against uh, Swansea. That's the thing. Only against In Swansea. the last three weeks, Glenn Murray has scored four goals. And you know how many he scored before that, Scott? He scored none. But I'll say this. Only one other game did he come on as a non-sub. So since he started, he started five games. Since then, he has scored four goals in those five games. Disappointing. Disappointing for Pascal Gross. Or just chances, right? I I guess that's my point. You were were saying the 27 champion or 24 championship goals were transferred about eight goals in the Premier League. Yep. He scored four in five matches he started. That's pretty good. That's true. Brian, tell me about Pascal Gross. Just disappointing for Pascal Gross because I think (laughs) lots of people have bought him. His price is up considerably. went up at least once since uh, in the past week. But Knockart gets the assist on Glenn Murray's goal. He can't get an assist every week. No, he's still good, though, man. At 5.9, man, points for pound. It's literally one point. Uh, No, that's not. That's... (laughs) God, what math are you doing, man? Ten points per pound. Look, there's one nothing. Yes, you're exactly right. It's ten points per pound. Look, Pascal has been excellent at five point nine. You're not going to find with fifty eight points. I'm no, I still say the same of a thing. Bargain than him right there. Anything under the six dollars, he's still a steal. Uh, Swansea's got Swansea's got issues until they get there. Until they get Martin Olson back, Renato Sanchez still hurt. They have some. They have some injury stuff that they got that they got to figure out. Swansea just doesn't. I mean, I don't know what I don't know what you really to say about Swansea. Yeah. Tammy Abraham's still worth it as a third guy, but yeah, it's a rough squad. Well, I'd like to use the mention of Pascal Gross from this match to transition to our close, which every once in a while I would like to do a buy sell of the week just to give 
listeners an idea of what we're doing sure. and, and who might be a good replacement for someone that's in your squad. I had two transfers because I held back from doing anything last week. I thought maybe I could I could survive with the squad I had last week and bank a transfer, have two. So I came in t- I'm coming into this international break with two free transfers and point four in the bank. And I've already made my moves, which is something I don't normally do. I usually wait for the international break. But in this case, I felt okay making the moves that I had. The money was exactly perfect given the the, uh, the numbers I just gave you. Okay. I have now sold Chris Wood at forward and Deli Ali at midfield. Yeah. And replaced them with Alvaro Morata and Pascal Gross. And I feel pretty good about Seems that like change. Seems like a good bit of business, especially since we don't... I mean, Ali, we don't really know how long he's going to be out for. I don't think, I don't expect it to be long. Yeah. I mean, he's one of those guys, along with Raheem Sterling, they're not, I mean, they're withdrawn from England, England international stuff over the, over the break. So I just, I think it sounds more like, it sounds more like a business, Scott. Yeah, for sure. I think Swansea was, I mean, I think uh, Tottenham was just playing it safe with Delhi, but he could come back and score a brace against Arsenal right after the break. But he hasn't been, that hasn't been his MO all yeah. year. So no, Pochettino it said it, his exact quote was, it was, it's, it is a very, very small thing. It was a, but it was a risk to play. We think he will be ready for Arsenal. So no, I mean, it, it's not because of injury concern. It's entirely because of, of form and, you can't. I mean, you cannot argue at all that you would rather have <laughs> Murata than Chris Wood. I think that's a I well, think that's and a then gross over over Ali right now. Correct. And when you, I mean, I already have KDB and Salah and Zaha and Richarlison in the midfield. That's so. an excellent midfield. Yeah, for not a lot of money. No, Dave. People can find us at uh, Fantasy Soccer FC all across social media: Twitter, Facebook, and our website, FantasySoccerFC.com. I'm going to try. I'm not going to make any promises, but it's hmm. been a while since I've done anything significant on our blog. Yeah, sure. At fantasysoccerfc.com. I'm going to put something together if I okay. can. Yeah, I'm going to do something if I can. Oh, wow. What a little uh, tease there. And I think we're going to do a short episode next week all about injuries. Injury protocol. Did you put short in quotes? Injury roundup. <laughs> I don't remember what I said anymore. You said short pod. We're going to do a short pod, including an injury roundup <laughs> next week. <laughs> well, we don't have matches to cover next week. So there's that. But uh, definitely going to cover uh, injury protocol as we've been promising over the last month, what the Premier League's injury protocol could look like. And we'll be coming off an international break, so there will be an injury roundup to have. So all about injuries next week on our short. I think it's an excellent idea. Hey, we made it to the end of the pod. And uh, for those of you who could really want to be sweet and kind to us, hey, give us a good rating on uh, on iTunes. Always helps people find us accidentally like DraftKings loves to. That's you, Mom. For David Smith and the Fantasy Soccer FC Podcast, I am David Smith, and I screwed that up again. Until next time. <laughs>